This special podcast on COVID-19 from Prisma Health was recorded on Wednesday, March 18th, 2020. The world is dealing with a global pandemic in the form of COVID-19, and we all have lots of questions and concerns, and hopefully Prisma Health Dr. Saria Sicosio can help provide some answers today. This is a special podcast from Prisma Health. I'm Scott Webb. Dr. Sicosio, great to have you on today. Let's dive right in. What is a coronavirus? And more specifically, how did we get to COVID-19? Coronavirus is a known respiratory virus. This particular novel coronavirus started in Wuhan, China, and has found its way across the country. In fact, now is in all 50 states in the U.S. Now, when we hear the novel part, what I take from that is we don't really know everything we need to know about it. We don't really understand everything that we need to understand about it. Is that, is that basically it? That is correct. Novel actually refers to new. So this is a new virus that we are learning. And as we are experiencing together this pandemic, we've learned a tremendous amount over the last several days. Okay, so let's talk about that then. What have you learned in the last few days that's helping people? Is that related to testing and results and that type of thing? Uh, What do we know now that maybe we didn't know a couple of days ago? Yes, we have learned, Scott, that this is a virus that is highly infectious, that while it has spread across the globe, that what we can do to flatten that contagion and spreading to other people this virus is social distancing, very important. Um, we've also learned that supplies are limited at this point. There have been many initiatives to increase the number of supplies um, for testing and also for personal protective equipment or PPE as we refer to it in the medical field so that we have adequate equipment and supplies available for us. And that is rapidly changing day by day. And so when we talk about these PPEs, we're talking about things like masks, I assume. And and should we wear a mask? Is, is that the best way if we have to go out and we have to be around other people? Is that the best way to protect ourselves? Excellent question. And yes, PPE refers to masks, face shields, gowns, this protective equipment that um, protects the individual from um, receiving this contamination. And so what's important is that social distancing. You asked specifically about masks. You do not need to wear a mask if you are not symptomatic. That's very important. We need to conserve the supplies that we have. If you do enter a medical institution and they ask you about symptoms, they're going to ask you to put this mask on right away. Follow the guidance of your local um, medical professionals so that they can guide you to the most appropriate care. That being said, just to reiterate, people should not be wearing masks around the community because that is not necessarily protecting you. That's good to know. And I think that it's just natural, of course, for people to want to do everything that they think will help them. So sure, why not wear a mask? The problem is there are people who are symptomatic, people at greater risk who need those masks. And, and as you say, uh, that you know, there is a shortage. So when we talk about the test, what's the process for testing for COVID-19? How long to get the results? And, and really, how will the medical system in general across the country keep up with the demand for the tests? That is a complex question and one where the answer continues to change and is very specific to your geographic location across the country. What we are experiencing is in some cases, testing centers are taking 24 to 48 hours for a response. In others, when using outside labs such as Quest or LabCorp, we're seeing anywhere from three to seven days. However, that is what we know today. 
what we recognize as this volume build, our system will be tested and challenged to have those turnaround times remain at three to seven days. We may see an extension of how long it takes to get that information. You also asked, what is the test or how does this work? So it is very similar to what we would do for a flu test. It takes a, a nasopharyngeal swab to obtain a specimen or a sample that is then sent off to a lab. Okay, got it. Yeah, and I know I've been to the been to the doctor many times with my kids over the years uh, to test for strep. I'm guessing it's not going to probably get to a point where it's that simple, where they can do sort of a quick COVID-19 test, right? Correct. Not at this time. Okay. And do you envision, I, I think I read locally here, where there might be, pardon the expression, sort of like drive-up service, drive-up testing to avoid having people coming into medical facilities where they could drive up to a tent or something like that and possibly not even get out of their cars? Is that a thing? Absolutely. We're seeing drive-through testing pop up all over the country. In fact, it is local at Prisma Health where we have drive-through testing available. This allows us to add a significant volume of patients who need to be tested and assessed through this drive-through testing. What it does still require is an order from a provider so that we don't have people who are asymptomatic running through the drive-through just to see if they may be positive coronavirus. It is critical that we are judiciously using our testing supplies, um, our PPE, our protective equipment, so that we have enough supply to manage those patients who are indeed ill with coronavirus. That's so awesome to hear that that's what you guys are doing at Prisma Health. So I think that people just want to know, right, during this time where everybody just wants to know, well, at least I think most people want to know, do I have it, do I not have it? It just can't, the system can't take that, right? We just can't have everybody going for testing. There aren't enough tests. And if you are not symptomatic, if you're not in the high-risk group, please don't go looking and demanding for tests, right? That is correct. Because what we're challenged with is if we have people showing up, getting tests who are asymptomatic, there will not be enough supplies for those who are ill with the COVID-19 virus. Okay, so let's talk about some more, uh, you know, kind of like practical things for people. So we know they should stay home. We know they should keep social distance, but people need to go to the dentist or they need haircuts or uh, they might need a colonoscopy, things like that. Like, do we have to stay home in all cases? Or is there any occasion where if everybody's using safe practices that it's okay because my hair looks bad? <laughs> well, I would say that may be an emergency. At the same time, however, and in all seriousness, we need to ensure that we are mindful of exposure and potential contact. So when it comes to being ill, my recommendation is that you contact your primary care provider and you determine if it's appropriate for you to receive care at this time. What we have stood up with Prisma Health are telephone visits, telephone encounters, and we've heard from our President of the United States that they are relaxing some laws so that patients can actually receive care telephonically with their providers to ensure that their chronic diseases are managed or when it is appropriate to handle those other questions or concerns and medical conditions that arise. When it comes to getting a haircut, while we may feel that that's an urgent need, I strongly recommend people stay home for anything that is unnecessary. You mentioned the dentist. Um, if you have an infection in your tooth and you have tooth pain, that may very well be a good reason to go to the dentist. What I recommend is call first and listen to the advice of your dentist as that is the case. 
So if it is unnecessary, if it is non-essential, we recommend that people stay home to prevent exposure of others and yourself. That's great advice. And and if you're having a bad hair day, who's going to see you? You're going to be at home, right? <laughs> Unless you're taking selfies. Well, there's going to be a lot of that. There's a big stress on the internet right now. I, one of my friends on Facebook posted yesterday, he's like, okay, I finished the internet. Now what do I do? <laughs> so I want to ask you about uh, warmer weather. Is that going to help sort of slow this thing down, kill this thing off? Great question. And one that our epidemiologists are trying to determine. There are some guesses. There's some likelihoods. We do not know for certain how this plays out. But what I can share with you is oftentimes we see a decrease in the prevalence of respiratory viruses in the spring and summer. However, again, we are still learning about this virus and time will tell what we can expect to see. Right. At this point, we just don't know that 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 has been the case with other things, you know, like in the family of of COVID-19, but that doesn't necessarily mean it will be this time. I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, you as a person, as a doctor, people are anxious right now. They're anxious, they're worried, they're confused. What can you tell people um, to calm their fears, either about what Prisma Health is doing or just you as a person, as a doctor, how can you make us all feel just a little bit better? These are indeed challenging times, and this has added a tremendous amount of stress on our health system, on our communities, and individuals and their families. What I typically recommend is stay informed. Pay attention to the announcements that you're seeing from our government, what you're hearing from the health systems. Um, I recommend that people take a breath and breathe. Take this very seriously. There is no need for paranoia or anxiety that everyone is dying of coronavirus. At that, that being said, however, it is very serious and there are several deaths that have occurred. So stay calm, continue to heed the recommendations of social distancing, washing your hands, avoiding large groups. We heard from our president the other evening that we should not be in groups greater than 10 people at a time. So being mindful of that as much as possible and just follow the simple steps. Make sure you're getting plenty of rest. Make sure that you're taking care of yourself, that you're eating healthy. By maintaining your personal health, you're more likely to manage stress and be resilient against what we are approaching and experiencing today and what we can expect for tomorrow. Great job. Thanks so much, doctor. I hope that we can all get through this together. Absolutely. We will get through this. That's Dr. Saria Sicosio, and thanks for checking out this special podcast from Prisma Health. I'm Scott Webb, and we'll talk again soon.